we would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers in Cults. Is it happening? Is it it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. (laughs) I can hear your phone notifications. This is (laughs) so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. (laughs) Absolutely not. So welcome to It's Our Turn Queers and Colts. My name is Emerson. My pronouns are he, him, then, they, them. Yep. And my, uh, my name is Aiden and my pronouns are they, them. This is a show that we are basically unpacking our religious trauma, yep. and you get to listen if you, you get want to. Listen to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have the immense pleasure of listening to us. Yeah, um, I mean, if you know, if you get if you get pleasure from it, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so, I didn't mean to make that weird. Okay, so no, what are we talking weird. about today? Make it weird. Make it weird. We're talking about words. Talking we are about talking language, about language, which is one of my absolute favorite honestly my favorite topics like language is language I don't even know where to start because like it's it's language is so I would say that language I know this sounds kind of maybe like redundant but like language is the most powerful magic that's out there like like I agree talking um talking how you say what you say when you say it all of it is just a combination of uh, like all of those things is just so incredibly powerful so influential like if you think about if you think about it like there's not an aspect of our lives that isn't and, and of course when I'm saying language I'm not just talking about spoken language either there's so many ways of communicating you right know? right and uh, like, like yeah it's everything everything is saturated in language and communication so. I mean yeah that's kind of a, a, a blurry line between uh, so are, are we talking about communication or are we talking about language I mean I yes. guess in general <laughs> yes <laughs> yes all of it um, yeah because there is a lot I mean that that's something to be said that there is a lot of communication in outside of words outside of physically speaking like the body language and the um like the facial expressions like someone i I was i was talking to um someone the other day and they were talking about how like how they imagine or like how they remember shame as a child is in facial expressions where i remember it in like words or like uh, an adult physically correcting me, like mm-hmm. putting like, and so it's like, 
just how how different things were communicated yeah. to us and also like what we picked up on as children yeah. that was not even said like yeah. some of the things where i'm like where the heck did i get that from yeah. but also like it's no wonder where i got it from yeah, totally. because but it was so subliminal um i feel like i'm digressing a little bit but no, like i don't think so i think you're making a really <laughs> valid point is that like when in while we're talking about language we will also be talking about communication because you use language to communicate and there's so many i mean i almost think that we could make like i almost think that communication could be its own separate topic yeah because language and communication are obviously interwoven but they're also two very different things that this they can be two different things at the very same time yeah. so i think that's really interesting Ooh, yeah I, I tend to default to thinking about communication when someone says language but language like the structure of language um how people communicate what they use to communicate uh like how you talk the words that you use accents uh mm-hmm. you know um areas where people use different words to say you know uh, uh what's the word what's the word um anecdotes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of that is very different very interesting very and it's very artistic to me like there's a lot there's a lot of um like hierarchy associated with language because yeah. there's like i mean in my mind there's like proper english and that's in quotes yeah and if you don't speak a certain way then you are then not proper but mm-hmm. but sort of like taking a step back from that sort of academic perspective Mm -hmm. of language the different like you were saying like accents and even like like lisps or Mm -hmm. quote-unquote speech impediments which Mm -hmm. i i love i'm like a mouth guy i love watching people's mouths speak (laughs) this this podcast just took a turn it took a turn (laughs) and i am here hi my name is emerson and i'm a mouth guy like i am so (laughs) like uh, what one person calls a speech impediment i call fucking art like it is oh 100 and so like that how you use words what order you put your words in Mm -hmm. it's so uh, it's it's yeah. so like um like personable in that yeah. everyone unique. is doing yeah. unique thank you <sighs> speaking gotcha. of words speaking of words i can't <sighs> find any of them <laughs> uh yes absolutely uh what was i going to uh, I've, I, I it's lost, art lost. art words yeah. creativity what words mm-hmm. you put in the oh, order oh what you were talking about how Great. proper english quote unquote proper english oh yeah uh, something I've learned in the last few years is that there's a lot of classism and racism built into language as well. Not just overtly Ooh. racist things, but like how people are considered more intelligent if they use quote unquote proper English. It's yes, complete, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's classism and racism by, by, cause you know, like uh, just basically claiming that, you know, oh, this type of speech is considered less intelligent. Well, who quote who speaks like that and who determined that mm-hmm. intelligence quote yep. unquote or not white people white people said it so that they could continue their racism and classism exactly like and i don't know yeah. i'm just like even if it isn't proper english like there is a meaning there is meaning in every single who, like who, yes. position of words who determines how who determines uh, it's like is your communication effective good then that's that's language and communication great Did they get the point 
than it was communicated. There's no like, oh, you didn't commu- like you didn't communicate that correctly. No, did you understand what I was saying? Then I communicated it effectively. And that's that for me. That's been a that's been a really big thing, especially recently. Um, I mean, I feel like I'll go deeper in a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. As far as like, oh, I just lost my train of thought. What were you talking about? I was talking about classism and racism and, and communicating effectively. Oh, yeah. So so because I don't communicate it the perfect way the first time, mm-hmm. that has been an area where I'm like, it doesn't matter if it comes out smoothly the first time. It just needs to come out and you can like help clarify yourself as it goes on. You know, and not like not putting so much pressure on making it a perfect statement that is quote unquote foolproof. Like no one, no no one can ask any questions about what I say um, before I say it. And and that has stopped a lot of communication from me because I've had that standard Mm -hmm. on myself or has been put on me. I, this entire time I was trying to write a note because I don't have, like, you have the pen and paper so you can write things immediately. I don't bring a pen and paper. I bring a computer, which takes a fucking 10 years to get to anything. <laughs> but I was in the process of writing the note. I forgot what I was going to say three times. Oh. But I remembered. Somehow I remembered. And but here we are. I like what you were saying about there's something, and I think this like is a, a, a thing a thing that's wrapped, that wrapped up in trauma is that if you don't communicate it, communicate something effectively the first time um, the validity of what you say goes down so like I don't know if I was hearing what you were saying correctly but that's exactly what I'm okay cool so like you have one time to say it and if you don't say it right the first time then your opinion didn't matter yep yeah or that the person who's listening is going to take it the wrong way and Mm -hmm. like what you're saying at face value is it there's no clarifying there's no like changing how you feel like once the words are out there that's that it's concrete and so especially like verbalizing feelings (laughs) i've i oh yeah no i held the belief for a very 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 long time unchecked and then like recently known about but unchanged but that I shouldn't verbalize or talk about feelings because they are so impermanent. And so talking about such impermanent things was really pointless to me. You shouldn't talk about your feelings because they're impermanent. So yeah, can you like elaborate on that for me, please. Here's an here's and an by elaborate. <laughs> I mean, explain because I don't know what impermanent means. Um, because they are so temporary. Oh, temporary. Like, yeah. Oh, like like not permanent. Yes. Oh, got it. Yes. Sorry, my bad. Yes. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Um, and that's a simple explanation of w- how different word meaning goes <laughs> between people and how a simple Practical. clarification yeah. helps prevent other things from happening yeah so so yeah just like how how i'm feeling in this moment like let's just take an example a high stress moment i'm feeling really upset but talking about these feelings doesn't really matter because they're going to go away and i know they're going to go away but in this moment they are not going away but i still don't see a point in talking about them i don't know it's been like a big question of like what's the point in talking Mm -hmm. like there's nothing permanent about talking. I mean, obviously it is right now because it's being recorded. But even <laughs> then, like, is a recording permanent? Yeah. Arguably not. 
No, I but mean, neither is paper. Neither yeah. is stone. Like whatever the writing. I don't know. Anyway, what I'm getting at is like I hear what you're saying. the The reason for speaking has been a, a big question that I've realized. I don't know. The reason no. Uh, <laughs> there's so here. many directions you're, you're, though. Yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. I'm following. Yeah, Love just it. like. So, like, what's the point of speaking things out loud? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the point is. But there has, there is some sort of energy exchange. When yes. I talk to you about a problem that I have and you talk back at me, mm -hmm. whether it be, like, support or just I'm here for you and I'm listening to you. Like, I don't know what the fuck that does, but it does yeah. something. Yeah, it does. And it has to happen. It yes. has to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, Absolutely. humans are social fucking creatures. I know I've said that already, <laughs> but it's really upsetting. Yeah, sometimes. And well, but we need we need to socialize. We have yeah. to. I think that this is a really good segue actually into the first question that we that we like had like the, hell yeah not question but topic of discussion. Yes, which is uh, I'm gonna bring a pad and paper next time. How has the meaning of words been defined by religion? And I'm not entirely sure if we're talking about words at the moment but i do feel like communication like the the um i'm hearing something in this and you're talking about like what does it even matter to talk about you know to talk about things because feelings the communication of feelings wasn't very at least for me in my experience wasn't very um uh um it prioritized yeah. Um, it wasn't very like it was just a oh something you know someone hurt your feelings well then take it to Jesus and you know someone you know ultimately like, get over it ultimately like, like internalize it yeah talk to God about it and then forget about it and and um, yeah so I know that's not exactly the point but it's but it's kind of like this is what it makes me think of is that like how our communication has been for me has been drastically affected is that I wasn't taught to. Um, I wasn't taught to have those difficult conversations and you're right there is some there is an energy exchange that happens that's one of the things why I say that language is the most powerful magic it can heal it can destroy exactly. it can it can change yes. it can alter it can permanently alter situations it can like literally take something that was going to be I mean you talk about diffusing a situation you know like a oh. You know, so, uh, it's fascinating. A it's a whole yes, science. Yes, a person coming into a situation with someone who's like outraged about something, and then with in minutes, they're not only like, not only are they not outraged anymore, they're also like, they're you know, like friends with the friends person, with the person. Or... yeah, and like that is uh, you try to tell me that's not magic. Obviously, it's a skill that can be learned, but also like that energy exchange is powerful. You know, and and I don't know, like. If there could be an agreement that we can feel however we want to about each other, but that we're not going to physically harm each other. Wouldn't that be nice? Like what? Mm -hmm. If that if that alone was the agreement, like you can like, I don't even know, like do whatever you want around me, but you are not going to touch my physical body. That alone, I feel like would change how trauma. Yeah is d 
done. I don't yeah. Even know. Yeah. There's how, a si- how like there's people- a system of trauma being delivered. I well, don't know. Yeah, kind of. But how many people would experience trauma? How severe yes. that trauma would be? How permanent that trauma would be? Yeah. It would drastically alter it. 100%. Yeah, because there, like you were saying, it is a magic. There is an incredible amount of power in using your words instead of your fists. But it's yes. but it's incredible what talking about something will change. Yeah, the 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 situation. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I and and ultimately, what I came from that question of what is the point of saying things there might not be a point but mm-hmm. i am still trying to figure out what i need to say out loud and also who to say it out loud to you know but not being so hyper focused on what needs to be said but just like allowing myself to say things you know yeah that's really good it's hard it's a struggle and I'm, and you know this is like on a good day i'm yeah, talking yeah. about like 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 top yeah peak, this is a good peak. brain day yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, about exactly. um but in you know in throwing a little stress at work or throwing a little like mm. spice of something else and you know i do experience shutdowns still oh, absolutely. but um but it, it's it's an everyday it's an everyday unlearning and learning and checking in with myself and feeling grounded and (laughs) not overthinking and it's just like such a process every day of like what do i need to say out loud uh, what do i need to say out loud when do i need to say out loud is this is this a time that i should be speaking out like i yeah and not really getting into the whys because the whys really kind of get a little dark and twisty when you Mm -hmm. get too deep down in there of like why I need to do something I don't know but just like asking yourself if it's something that you need and if it is something that you need you know like I don't know there's yep. a I don't know there's a it's a it's a different level of like self-awareness of yep. you don't really need to know why but you do and that's what you need yeah period absolutely um discussion so, over see y'all later yeah have, have a, a good day. night <laughs> 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 but going back to your question, um, so how has the meaning of words been defined by religion? I'm anxious to hear what you have to say because I, I think it's one of those, again, one of those questions that, like, there isn't an answer. There's just more questions. There's, and, and you know, I probably won't end up answering it properly, but... Um, well, there's no right or wrong way to answer exactly, it. Question. Exactly. Exactly. topic. Um, so the... the the words that came to mind from this question are right and wrong or like good and bad because mm-hmm. those words have are the ones that I have um, struggled with defining and redefining in my mm-hmm. life because what was once good we were talking about this earlier yeah. what, what was once good is now <laughs> so profound thought hold on to your hats what was once n- good mm-hmm. isn't good now oh, oh my god i just i'm i'm on the floor i'm drooling on the floor i've just been my brain has ceased to function but your Overall. voice is miraculously clear <laughs> it's a superpower <laughs> so oh my god so but like um so so as far as as far as those words though 
like we were talking about gossip, how that wasn't ever yeah. talked about as something that is damaging. That yeah. wasn't ever addressed as something yeah. mm-hmm. that ha- that escalated a lot of feelings. Yeah. Like yeah. if you get uh, some fear between some people and they talk about it, that fear escalates so quickly. Yeah. And that is a safe place to be in yeah. that fear of just like avoid, avoid, mm-hmm. kill, kill. Yeah, I yeah. don't even know what... Yeah. Um, us them like those sort of like really i almost want to say primal like groupings of just like they're different and they need to be destroyed no questions asked and that and that the association the the um community it's community can be really powerful in a positive way is also as well in a negative way. Totally. You know, you can find your community of people who hate other people. You can find your community of people who are willing to tear down other people. Totally. Um, And those words have a lot of power. And, and, and just to, just to clarify, like I totally got what you meant when you said like, what was one good is not good anymore. Like it's not a, yeah, it's not a, like, it's not just like, like a, Oh yeah, totally. I understand that. Um, that uh, we were taught that I mean I was taught that going to the movies was wrong you know I was taught, see you know and what like I'm saying? like and I was taught that giving money to the church was good like like giving you know hundreds and thousands of dollars a year to the church was was great but like I don't like that's not good for me now yeah and it's like the these things these concepts um, that were taught as good are not are not good anymore but it's not just it's not just being like, oh yeah, that was good, now it's wrong, or that was wrong and now it's good. It's like this this represented, I mean, can you imagine finding out tomorrow that um, the word sky means ground and the word ground means sky? Like so That's what, very similar to leaving the church. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's like yes. it's not it's not just like it's not just like, oh no, that's not sky blue, that's you know, it's it's um you know it's actually a turquoise yeah it's little turquoise or grass isn't just it's not green it's not grass green it's it's you know it's this it's forest green or i don't know it's like no 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 we walk on the sky and we look up at the ground and you're just like excuse me no like the, the the words themselves the language itself is completely redefined and you have to uh you have to learn what right means and then what also is right or the fact that nothing's right, nothing's wrong. You know, like you. Yeah. Have, yeah. That that's a whole other thing of like that. It is so dichotomous that it is yeah. so easily lumped into this, like, yes, no, black, mm-hmm. white, like yes. zero gray area. Yeah. Zero, and and the idea that that right and wrong or good and bad are just human made yeah. constructs. Yeah. yeah. And that nothing is, I mean, oh my God, how much lighter I feel from like removing labels of even like events that have quote unquote happened to me, that it is neither good nor bad, that it just happened. happened. Oh my word. Oh my word. I haven't said that in years. Oh, good job. Weird. Things just come up. But let's, but uh, taking, taking, going back to what you were saying about how, I mean, that just goes back into how brainwashed individuals are that are raised specifically from birth but like that experience any time in a very like culty religious environment Mm -hmm. it is very brainwashing it does tell you that the ground is the sky 
Yes. It does absolutely. tell you that 100%. what is right is wrong. Yeah. Connecting with your body and getting in tune with your intuition is wrong. Yes. What? Yeah. So, I, I, oh God, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're explaining it in, su- in the, uh, as severe a way as we've experienced it, but like getting in tune with your body is wrong. But what is wrong? Okay, wrong means this. Okay, cool. So now I understand that wrong means this. Um, and so now getting in tune with my body is wrong. No, wait, no, getting in tune with my body is not wrong because wrong means that and getting in tune with my body actually means that, which I've understood to now mean what is what good means. So now what is good? It's like that. It's, it's not a, it's a not, literal yeah. clusterfuck. Yes. It's not just <laughs> like, it's not just like, oh yeah, you know, Jesus, you know, like Jesus isn't real and, and you're not going to hell. Okay, cool. Like, sure. Okay. It's, it's everything. It's yep. how I breathe. It's how I blink. It's how I talk. It's like, yep. it's not even how I talk. It's the words I use to talk. It's everything. It's uh, everything on a fundamental level is completely redefined. And I think that's why language is, and that's why I think that's why language is one so important. I think that's why it's so powerful. And I think that that's why it was like the question was, you know, like how has, how have words been defined by religion? Cause it's not even like, like, oh, we can't even talk about communication. And you know what? We really can't even talk about language. We got to talk about words. We got to talk about words. Uh, how, yeah. were, how were words redefined for you? How were words used in religion and in relation yeah. to relationship to religion? Like, yeah. how was, how was that? How was there was, you know, one of the examples uh, that we were using earlier is like, like cussing, swearing. Yeah. How there was so much importance put on swearing. Like it was so interesting to me how so much power was given to just one word. But yeah. But yet the words that actually do have a lot of power were not really focused on, you know, they weren't really like like importance wasn't really put on those words but yet swearing was a big deal yeah you know, like yeah how much like why was there so much power given to just one word or another when there should you know it's and ultimately i don't know i don't know i think it i mean just another tool of control ultimately yeah. um but what what came to me as you were talking about this like internal conflict Uh, from what I was getting from what you were talking about, you were describing this internal conflict of getting in touch with yourself is being told that it's bad, but it's feels good or like it Mm -hmm. feels right. And so it's like, you're being told one thing and you feel another. And there's like, um, there's some sort of, um, um, I want to say like, anyway, there's some religion that talks about this, like that your soul has a purpose. And if you're not on that path, to that soul's purpose that you feel that internal conflict or you feel that like struggle. Yeah. Um, unless if you experience feeling like the job that you're in, isn't one that you feel like that's kind of a similar tone of like your soul is not doing what it needs to be doing. And that's why you feel like shit in this job. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's just an example. But like, so feeling what I was getting at is like the conflict in what you were being told and what you were feeling. And so that, that like feeling like learning about yourself and that feeling of even swearing, I mean, feel swearing feels good. It's actually, it's also a proven fact that it is very therapeutic. There's a show, uh, something about swearing, something about swearing, like the science of swearing or something. It is proven that cussing 
saying swear words out loud is good for your health. It, it is. But it's being it's you have been told that it is not only bad for you, but that your afterlife is at stake. Yeah, over a word. Over a word. Yeah. It's Which, just, and that's yeah. like, that is like a simple example of the internal conflict that, but that happens in what food you eat. Again, yes. how you breathe, what words you use, what words you don't use, how often you speak. Mm -hmm. ah! Yeah, exactly. I just, I, I, one of the things I was, we were talking about earlier is I just, I, I remember as a kid wondering like why it wasn't okay to say a swear word, but yet it was totally fine to talk about how, you know, sister Susan was, you know, X, X y, y, and Z, Z like yeah, body, body shame. shame. Yeah. yeah. We're like the same about, person. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Or talking about their personality or how they're using or how they're spending their money or how they're, you know, or how they're not as intelligent as us or they're not, you know, whatever, whatever it was that they were gossiping about, it was totally fine to say those things, but don't say hell. You know, don't say, oh, my God, don't say any of those words, because that'll send you straight to the bad place. And oh, my God. Yes. And Absolutely. Oh my God. Unacceptable. Have you seen the the post that says that, that, that someone said it's like, I think it's ironic that um, that using the Lord's the importance of using the Lord's name in vain was put on his actual name as opposed to the concept of m representing him poorly. No, yes. but that, but that makes yeah. sense. What comes to mind for me is like the Crusades, which is like the biggest scam of all, like yeah. the biggest shit show in the name of God. Yeah. <laughs> like yes, and that and that was the point. That was kind of the point they were making is that like that if you know using the Lord's name in vain was a sin because you can't say oh my God, but yet you can ask like an, a homophobic transphobic asshole while yeah. stealing money from people and and making god look bad like making yeah like god. that is using god's yes, name in yes, vain exactly like claiming that that behavior makes you godly that's yes using god's name in vain. Yeah. yes mm -hmm. yeah but it's all about context right it's all about it's situations all about who controls the word it's all about before, oh, you know what i'm saying the word the word meaning the actual word or the meaning of the word yes <laughs> yeah. like uh, yes. oh my god um well do we want another question i think so i think because there was another there was a, another half oh god this no i'm so sorry i mean okay Just another like, one is how has how has that affected how we use words? I feel like we've kind yeah, of talked about that already. Kind of like how like how has word like been you know uh, like affected by religion, and then how has that affected how we use them? Yeah. So how has them. the meaning of the words affected how we use them? Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, if I can answer Please. first, uh, I didn't use them for a long time. <laughs> I shut down no a words. lot of words. Yeah. Um, it was it was a really um, it was like a self-imposed isolation. It's very strange, but it was no, just it's not strange. It was your process. Uh, it's fine. I am. This is something that I wanted to talk about. In I started reading the Body Keeps the Score, which we've mm -hmm. talked about for sure. Um, there's a a section early on in the first few chapters that talks about how when I mean they're doing a lot of studies on like the the worst of the worst traumatic experiences of like war vets mm -hmm. and like they're doing all these scans brain scans on these individuals as they're talking about or as they're being 
read this manuscript of their worst trauma. Yeah. And how the area of the brain that controls speech completely shuts down. Oh, really? Like, as they are, quote-unquote, experiencing, re-experiencing, trauma isn't, like, like, linear. Yeah. Yeah. As they are experiencing that trauma again, their language control is not online. They cannot either speak or speak about it. That makes sense. It makes so much... I mean, it's like a hierarchy of needs. You can't talk if you can't feel i don't know you can't that makes sense (laughs) if you're so because when you're having like when you're when you're when you're having a a panic attack when you're having a trauma response when you're when you've been triggered it's your your survival instincts are are turned on to like 175 million like yeah all the way up and when you're in full survival like talking about your feelings is not quote-unquote important it's remove yourself from the situation so you don't die yeah. You know, yeah. maybe that's a trigger. Maybe that's because, for, for example, one of my biggest triggers is loud noises. So like mm-hmm. slamming doors, some screaming children, um, a car backfiring, fireworks, you know, yeah. all these, like loud noises. Un, un, like unexpected loud noises. Un, loud noises in general, particularly unexpected. Gotcha. So gotcha. Like, yeah, I can't have the TV on too loud. I can't have my radio on too loud. I can't have um, uh, like even like when I like when I use it. A, a kettle to make tea. Like I, mm. as soon as it starts whistling, I run to the stove and turn it off. Yeah, I know if it gets any higher, it's uh-huh. going to, it's going to trigger me. It's going to literally start the process of my body panicking. Yeah, and yeah. When you are in survival mode, when that, when that, when that um, instinct has been triggered, that fight or flight freeze fawn instinct has been triggered. It's about surviving. Your yeah. body's like, this is dangerous. Like this sounds like that, and that was uh, life-threatening. So get away from this as fast as you possibly can. Do whatever you need to do. In when your brain is in that mode, y- it would make sense that it shuts down talking and puts puts the energy towards anything and everything else. So there's, of course, it would make sense that you can't talk during that. You know. You know, I just want to take a moment. Thanks, brain. You're doing a lot <laughs> doing a for lot. me right now. <laughs> All <laughs> like. Up time i don't know maybe tmi sorry i'm not sorry it's okay. holding in my pee right now and i'm not even <laughs> thinking about it yeah, like all that's something i'm does. not thinking that's about a, yeah. all of yes. the day yeah While it's talking, just something that i will probably happens. take for granted yeah. until it's not here until anymore yeah. which and is natural and it happens yep. and no shame no shame no zero shame, shame. um but yes uh, the amount of like which is why I think we should give ourselves more permission. Why I think we should give ourselves more credit for just making it through the day. You're like, oh, I'm, yeah, I've been so, I've been so lazy because I haven't done anything today. Uh, yeah, you did. You stayed alive. You ate food. You drank water. You went to the bathroom. Yeah. You, you, you walked around your house. Like your brain. You've managed your trauma. Yes. You've managed your panic attacks. You've managed your mental health. You took your meds. Like yeah, you did a lot. You did a lot. You today. did a lot. Yeah. And like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's just like a really good example of Mm self-compassion. Like just taking a second of being compassionate to yourself, acknowledging what you are doing, because it is so easy, especially those of us who are kind of like set to a specific standard that you need to live life or, you know, I I, I was definitely like, I've... I liken it very like militaristic or very robotic where it's just like shut down and work. 
kind of. Well, that is exactly how my dad was. Yeah, like very, very like you have a job and it is to work every single moment of the day. And and that sort of like operation isn't driving with me anymore. Mm -hmm. And so like just taking a second and being compassionate to yourself of what what you are doing instead of seeing everything that you didn't complete or everything that you didn't do and man it's a slippery slope yeah it's such a slippery yeah. slope and it's, it, it's a lot more difficult than it sounds yeah it, oh yeah thinking about it yeah oh yeah and i'm just you know that's not to say that like you shouldn't i don't know just just a second of self-compassion thank yourself. you for yeah. for for being alive and you know like yeah. you're doing a lot just yes. just by being just here just by being here just uh, two things i want to comment on that yes um one uh, something my therapist uh said yesterday when in our session was the like he posed the question to me can compassion be inserted into this and he was talking about Ooh. yeah can compassion be inserted into this when i'm being because i have a really hard i'm really hard on myself and i'm very um my speaking of language like my self-talk is really negative and and um damaging and so you know he didn't pose it as a question i should ask myself but it was so good it is a question i will be asking myself is you know like when i'm being really hard on myself when i'm calling myself lazy when i'm telling myself i'm not doing enough when i'm calling mm -hmm. myself a failure when i'm you know fill in the blanks yeah i want i want to you know, i want to put post-it notes like on i don't want to get a tattoo on my body i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but can compassion be inserted into this and in every interaction yeah um because i don't know uh uh, I don't know. Um, I know there was said there was two things, and I can't remember what the second thing was. So we'll go on to this thought. I don't know about for you, but um, like <sighs> harsh language, like like self talk, harsh self talk was kind of encouraged because the because yeah <laughs> yeah because for me in my in my world. Jesus was the God was the only person that mattered. And since we were inherently sinful, like the concept was we were born into sin because Adam and Eve fucked everything up. Because so we, bodies, physical sin. Yes. Humans are sinful by yeah. nature. So yep. our nature is to be sinful. So we're always supposed to be counteract counteracting our human nature. Yep. And what that usually translates into is is negative self-talk so negative self-talk was encouraged because you were berating yourself and by reducing by reducing yourself you were uplifting you were lifting god up so it was just this constant encouragement of self negative self-talk all the time and that was that was speaking of redefining good and bad that was considered to be good that is very similar it in in Mormonism, it, it is very similar in Mormonism. For us, it was more like a f physical aspect. Like you should almost like an ableism kind of, I mean, it is a very ableism yeah. kind of thing. Um, but just like you should be doing more. You should yeah. be. Oh, there was that for sure. Too. I mean, there's a there's a song. Have I done any good in the wor world today? Have I helped anyone in need? Like oh, yeah. that outward, oh, yeah. that doing that like toxically masculine like action mm -hmm. like always forward again toxically yeah. masculine yeah um like go 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 yeah. go and it is very similar in that like 
putting down your physical needs. Like not necessarily, I don't know. I definitely took it to a mental level and I'm sure I'll, you know, talk, uh, religiously traumatized people experience this where I do have a lot of self abuse in thought form. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as like, it was definitely spun as like, you should have the self discipline to physically behave better or to physically perform to this standard. So like you have a full-time job, you have a family, you have a calling, you have, uh, you're into your children's sports. You're into this, you're into that. You're doing boy Scouts. You're doing, you know, girls camp. If you're, you know, very gender specific and you don't ever say no to anything else. You don't ever say no. I think that's ultimately what is like, that's what that self-abuse was is like you can't say no because saying no is putting yourself first which is sinful yes it's selfish 100 percent. it was the amount of like overwork that was celebrated in yeah the church it yep. was just constantly you know like being at the church and it was interesting that you say like oh you're 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 doing sports with your kids they're going to camp they're going to boy scouts we weren't allowed to do any of that we weren't a lot like doing sports was kind of frowned upon because it was something like you were doing you were one interacting with people who weren't at church i mean yeah and two you were um and two you were wasting time doing something when you could have been working more for the church oh wow my aunt aunt and uncle who are horrible people now they at the time they were considered kind of like liberal and 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 rebellious because they let their kids play sports at school instead of like doing more for the church. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can understand that as a tool of isolation for sure. Yeah. That's what the point was, is that like, like again, any kind of exposure to world outside of the, to life outside of the church would have the potential of you starting to ask questions and questions were the worst thing for for religion. I mean, our religion. Yeah. Yeah. Questions are definitely a no, no. Um, they definitely, they let us go, they quote unquote, let us go into the world, um, to experience other humans. And like a lot of like the music things or like, like choir I did through my school and like the sports I did through my school and like any sort of like connections that way, it was very, very limited, but it was always, always spun as that we know better, that we know better, that everyone else is just lost. And so it was that like, a different ah oh, it's such a like weird ego like fanning of like i know everything i know better than everyone else as a, from a mormon standpoint yeah. like as a mormon i am better than everyone else mm-hmm. but also like as a human we're all shit you know it's yeah. like so it's building us up in this weird way yeah. but also like it's still very much tearing us down and so it's this weird like fanning the ego in a very unhealthy way the constant contradiction of like we're we're better off because we have been we're so lucky to have been exposed to the fact that Jesus uh. to Jesus you know and that all of that knowledge so we're better because we have this knowledge but we're still humans are still worthless but we're yeah we're better worthless yes we're more yes. elite worthless yes exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly so we uh, having a body we're sinful, right? Period. And that's like the physical man is what 
(laughs) Sorry, just gagged on those words. I know. know. The natural man, the natural physical man, whatever. Language though, like yeah, language that was thrown around. Yeah, so that the natural man is what needs to be suppressed and put down and you know repressed all of that um and i lost my train of thought again we damn were ta- it well we were talking about like being elite worthless you remember, like, oh yeah so mormonism so yes we, so there we are spun as like having a physical body we are sinful period but especially those that are born in these days we are called the latter we ugh, they are called the latter day saints yeah. because they are like the last ones. They're the reserves that are saved for these latter days that are the hardest days to come. And so like, Oh my God. Again, just like this gross ego fanning of just like, I was the one that volunteered to come down now (laughs) because I was better than everyone else. And it's going to be harder. And I knew that (laughs) like, what? I don't know. It's just weird. Um, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like we've digressed from talking about language. (laughs) Can you digress from something when we never actually start out at a point in a, in a direction, which I'm saying about every episode, every, yeah, there's no hard lines here. There's no, we don't exist in strict boundaries. Yes. Yes. Just flow with whatever impulses we have. Cause that's healthy in a consensual way.